0: FIFA fans around the world, welcome back to episode number 11. We're recording this on Monday, May 24th. I'm your host, Tyler.
1: And I'm your host, Andrew. Welcome to your weekly foot fix. Tyler, to kick things off, what are you drinking?
0: Well, today, Andrew, I have a Pilsner, not a hazy IPA, so totally getting crazy over here. Uh, This is a Czech-style Pilsner. It is from a a brewery that I can't even read their name, but it's some fancy script writing. I think it says Reuben Brews. Uh, I tried it, it's not very good. I would not recommend it. Uh, so I'll still drink it because, hey, we're recording a podcast. Uh, how about you, Andrew, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking a Bartonuro Moscato. So I'm showing it to you now because it's a little different. Um, you know, it's a nice sweet white wine. I'm a big fan of the sweet white wines. It's a little scary how easy these things are to drink because they're so sweet. You can just kill a bottle in one evening, no problem whatsoever and not even realize it. But this is delicious. I think I bought it. I'm sure I bought it at Costco Um, as always. So, you know, Walton family or if you want to get us a sponsor with Sam's Club, I'll switch to that. But otherwise, Costco, if you want to sponsor us, that'd be great, too. But
0: um, hey, this is your first wine on the pod.
1: Is it, I was trying to think of if I've had anything other than um, liquors on it. So yeah, wine, cheers, cheers. It it will be quieter. I think there's no more clinking with this. So that'll be nice for people listening.
0: All right. So Andrew, we're in the thick of Syria tots. We just had the air Devici squad come out, the CSL squad come out. Uh, So there's a lot to talk about amongst all the players and all these teams Uh, I believe you played some Weekend League. Uh, Just tell me, like, uh, over the past week since we've last chatted, where do you want to jump into first? What do you want to talk about?
1: Such a loaded question. (laughs) I think the thing I have probably been tweeting about the most is just how fucking horrible the gameplay has been lately. I think that's what's on everyone's mind. It seems to be littering my timeline from Nepenthes to you know, Simon, Simon of the foot fanatic podcast to everyone in between. It seems to be the theme of the week is the servers are complete trash. The gameplay is horrible. I've dealt with this often, but this is, it's stepped up another level for me. Passes just going blatantly nor arm aiming just generally sluggish players. So to me, that's kind of the theme of this week was how bad everything has been and maybe how I don't know how not fun the game has been lately and
0: real quick uh for the for the listeners what modes have you been playing where you've been experienced this god-awful gameplay
1: i played a little bit of rivals not much maybe like a couple of games i played maybe some objectives what did Oh, I played icon swap objectives. I knew I was playing an online friendly mode, and then I have been playing weekend league. It got extended, thank God. I think four day weekend leagues are so much better than three day weekends. Always for us old folks who need all the extra time. Uh, you know, I, I got to eleven wins last night on Sunday, and I'm going to be able to play some more. Get for aim for fourteen or seventeen wins tonight. Hopefully, I'll get there pretty easily. But the gameplay just. Very up or down, hit or miss, even more so than usual. So what about you? Did you play weekend league?
0: I did play weekend league, and I always really try my hardest to stay positive. But man, I had a a tough weekend with gameplay-wise as well. Uh, It just... The number one thing that I really struggled with was passes like not going to the player that I was trying to pass to. And it's just like, oh, stupid turnover... You get a fast break the other way where, you know, you, you give up a cheap goal and you know, like the whole thing started just because the, the game didn't register where you were trying to to pass. And that was just so frustrating. And yeah, so I played weak I went into it like from the beginning, like, I don't even know if I'm going to play. And then I, I knew, so I couldn't play much, uh, last weekend, uh, because we were away and then this upcoming weekend and the weekend after we actually have family in town visiting us uh, my mother-in-law is going to be here my sister-in-law is going to be here and I don't think I'm going to be able to play much FIFA at all and so kind of last minute I just decided you know what I'll just register we'll see what I can get into and lo and behold like you know I would wake up a little early squeeze some games in and before I knew it I was like 13 and 7 I was like all right I'm I'm just gonna play, get gold three and be out of here. And I went from 13 and seven to 13 and 13. I dropped six games in a row. All of them were just a total mess. The, I, the gameplay was just a disaster during that whole stretch. And I started just quitting out of games because I was like, let's just tank the ELO. Let's make this happen fast. And after two or three of those, I was like, all right, surely I'll get a win here. And then nope, it's like all of a sudden down two nil. Uh, I'll just quit, save more time. And it just kept happening over and over. And I finally got a win to get my 14th, which is all I really wanted. And I definitely beat a player who was better than me, who was like suffering from the same thing. So it was kind of a mess.
1: What time were you playing at? I'm interested.
0: Yeah, so it was last night, I believe it was around 10 p.m. Pacific Pacific my time kind of roughly in there between like between like nine and midnight Pacific uh, in the evening.
1: So I was wondering because during your morning, my early afternoon was when the Xbox servers went to shit and I know PlayStation didn't go down, but I was just curious if maybe they didn't take it offline, but it actually still went, it still died maybe. And that was part of it. So I was just interested about that. Also, you said you woke up early. This is a theory I've been having is is it possible that, well, it's obvious that the people who play early versus people who play late or people who play Friday, it's a completely different set of folks. Are you finding if you wake up early, do you have an easier match than if you played at 1 a.m. your time?
0: You know, it's a, a great question. I had always been of this belief that the later in the weekend league, just time period, the easier matchmaking you would find just because the better players would have gotten enough wins to where your ELO wouldn't match you up with them.
1: 100% and so, agree. 100% and so that's agree
0: like with that. My my thinking going into it. And so part of me waking up early means that I'm more likely earlier in the overall weekend league, which should lead to tougher matches. However, I generally play really well. You know, it's like I wake up at 5, 5.30 in the morning. by Before 6, I'll be on online on FIFA. My wife usually doesn't wake up until somewhere between eight and nine. So there's like a huge amount of time where I can just grind out a bunch of games. And all I'm doing is slamming coffee. And it's probably from just years of practice, but I feel like I really get in the zone and play really well. And so overall, my my results kind of reflect that. And then when I play later at night, I think there's the old man in me that sets in and I start to get tired, a little bit sleepy, maybe the reactions aren't as strong. And so I might be kind of the inverse of the average player to where my quality of play kind of deteriorates the later that I play.
1: Well, I actually wonder if, if you're playing at five o'clock in the morning, you might be playing people who are on a six hour stretch and they're at the back end of it. And it's certainly possible because I have been that person on that side of it where if I'm on a good run, I think we talked last year, we talked this year about my last year run for Obama Yang. And I played up until weekend league stopped me at three something, three 30 in the morning and I'm wondering, just knowing that was my experience and I'm an old man, if these 15, 16 year olds just grind it out through the night and you're catching them you know, on game 12 in a row and just able to be fresh and just be better. And also it's possible people who wake up at 5 a.m. are certainly more likely to be our age and not have the fast twitch skills that we had 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to start waking up at like 3.30 or 4 now. You've really inspired me. That's probably the best way for me to take advantage of any advantage that I might have.
1: Well, well, you could get a toddler and that'll happen all the time for you.
0: (laughs) I'll pass. Hard pass.
1: So one other thing I wanted to talk about in Weekend League that is a major, major change for me is yesterday I was waiting. I've been waiting for this for yesterday, Sunday's content drop, because we talked before, hopefully there was gonna be a big icon drop. There was no icon drop. So because of that, I did what I probably should have done a week ago or two weeks ago if I had known there was gonna be no content. And I completed Cantana. I completed it using 100% untradables, which I thought was not possible, but I totally did it, it was amazing. I have so much, I had so much fodder and now I have basically nothing.
0: The football price is like what two and a half million on Xbox or something like
1: that? Yeah. Two. So That's two and amazing. a half million. Amazing. And I still have additional fodder. Like I, it's not I did not completely bankrupt my team. I mostly did, probably 95% of it, 90-95%. But I also didn't even complete all of the objective cards in the last two weeks. But the thing I wanted to point out, well, two things. One, an amazing thing about that SBC is the packs you get in return are tradable. And the very first one I got on an 89 overall pack, white flare. And I just didn't even think about who this, what that was, because I haven't seen it all year, this white flare. I know you've seen it a lot. Um, I had no idea. It was like walk out English right mid? Oh, does Greenwood have a team of the week? Oh, holy shit. It's David Beckham. Prime moments, David Beckham. So it's a nice 600K injected right back into my club. So essentially I turned two, I guess, two and a half million of untradable fodder into Cantana and another 750, 800K of tradable coins that I got back. I sold everything.
0: That's awesome. I mean, one, I'm super excited that you got Cantana in your club. I think he's amazing. I used the tradable version for well over a month before I sold them to do the SBC. But to finally pop your FIFA 21 Icon Cherry, I think is super exciting. And you didn't get one of the like the shitty discard ones. You got one that actually is selling for a decent amount of coin value. That's huge.
1: Yeah, this is definitely the, most valuable icon i've ever packed i've only packed five or six in the last four years i think before this the best one i had packed was prime moments kluvart two years ago and he was only two hundred thousand coins or something but cantana is it cantana cantana
0: i like cantana
1: sure i'm yeah, sure Nashant or some other know. nishant or some other manchester united fan can correct me but i like cantina too even in the sluggish gameplay he just destroyed folks i played seven games with him yesterday i went six and one he had eight goals three three of my six wins are rage quits in the first like 20 minutes he is unbelievable it's just somewhat point and shoot and the ball goes in
0: yeah he's awesome there's like this like steamroller effect where like he just like goes through people. He has this crazy amount of strength and somehow also has the agility to like keep the ball with him and like near his feet. And it uh, Mbappe has a little similar feel, but Cantona just has this, he's a little bit bigger, a little bit slower. And I don't, it just seems to like work perfectly in this game where he can just like bounce around people and just, bring the ball with him. And then boom, you're free on goal. And he just blasts it in.
1: Yeah. I I would say he's not actually that agile. Like his stats obviously say he should be agile. He doesn't feel very agile. Maybe it's just hard to tell in the game, but I'm playing with Lozano and Neymar on the wings with him in the center and obviously compared to those two little jitterbugs he is feels very clunky but like you said he just kind of destroys folks it's just oh you're gonna run your little fullbacks playing at center back against him no he's you're just literally gonna bounce off and he's just gonna score and it's beautiful and i love it and i i can't i'm actually semi excited to try him again tonight not really excited to play this game but having him in the squad is is a big upgrade for me
0: and so where throughout the weekend league did you add him into your squad? You mentioned you're already up to 11 wins uh, during this weekend league cycle, still a bit more to play. Did, have you used him this whole experience or was he kind of a midway add?
1: Yes, yesterday add. So after the content drop is when I added him. So Friday and Saturday's gameplay, I did not use him. So I think I was – maybe I went 7-0 with him because I th- think I'm 11-6 and, and I think I was – four and six on the first two days, maybe I was, no, I think it was four and four. I don't know. Hard to remember, but he's massive massive upgrade wins i mean hard to tell what is the drop off of people completing their games and stuff like that and certainly some of my losses i was streaming them if you guys want to go watch go back and watch some of that shit show i think (laughs) i i think three of my first four losses were 90th or 120th minute goals oh that's just like (laughs) oh man um and you know one of them i sent you a clip where it was the Pass is not going where I was aiming. I was literally aiming like my, and I'm turned on the input overlay. I'm, I'm showing you on camera. I'm like, I'm pointing my thing to the left, and the pass goes hard right angle to the right, direct pass to like, I think Suarez did a stupid like back heel, and like, instantly, guy just chucks a through ball down the pitch and scores and i know everyone's facing that bullshit these days and it's awful but man it it is kind of deflating when it happens in the 90th minute of a game to lose
0: yeah and so andrew i believe this is like your first like run at gold three or above in this cycle for weekend league is that true
1: oh yeah this is only my second weekend league so second (laughs) ever and so is and I quit the, at six wins on the first one
0: <laughs> is the reason that you're going for it to for swaps there's like the 15 win swaps token was it just the perfect weekend where you had some time was it oh you really wanted someone from the Syria tots or Eredivisie like what was the real catalyst behind the the interest in playing this weekend
1: Uh, probably the the swaps more than anything was to kind of give myself a few weekends to get it out of the way if I only wanted to go six or eight wins at a time and just kind of see. I also knew that yesterday was gonna be my make or break for Cantona. And so I wanted to be ready. Like if I was gonna get him, I wanted to, you know, play weekend league and not really rivals, just really go all out. So that was the reason. But let's talk a little bit about Syria, Air and China, because i think i'm a little over under overwhelmed underwhelmed i am underwhelmed from these three leagues you know, we got the double lower level league and so i'm not playing for playing for red picks i i will tell everyone at all times like playing for red picks is stupid even team of the season you know you're probably just going to get your random goalkeepers but this weekend in particular seems like underwhelming to me so is there any any of these Tots cards of note? Maybe I'll start with the Chinese Super League. Is there anyone in there that you think is like worth I, talking about?
0: Alessandrini is the marquee player. He's I think ninety-two rated. I used his. I think it was an eighty-five card early in the cycle for ages, and he was so fun, so great. Has that huge nostalgia factor, which is really big for me, having played this game for for so long. But what was really cool about Alessandrini way back when that '85 came out, there was uh, Taliska like rule breakers. There was some other promo Taliska card that was out that was almost identical. And then there, or not Taliska. Who is Oscar? Striker?
1: Oscar doesn't Oscar have a really good card? Oscar for has
0: To share is the guy I'm thinking about. He had the rule breaker and the other promo card. Taliska had the SBC that was really good value. And anyway, between all those cards, you can make like a really good, cheap competitive team early on in the cycle. And so Alessandrini's 85 for me had a huge shelf life. I probably played the better part of two months with him in my squad. And eventually he made his way to SBC heaven. But there's there's part of me that will always just have a little bit of love for Alessandrini in this game. This card looks very good. I I honestly, if he shows up for me in Reds on Thursday, I wouldn't be sad to have him in the squad. But he's now going to be competing for time with the likes of Tots Lozano. And I've used that Lozano card a little bit. I played against him a ton over Weekend League. He's insane. It's just, it's so hard for all of these cards to find a way into your squad. I think because he's French, that adds a little something special for him. Outside of Alessandrini in the CSL, I don't really think there's anybody that I'm that excited about. Uh, The guys I just mentioned of Taliska and Teixeira, if they get some kind of SBC throughout the week, I'd be instantly very, very interested in them. I don't know anything about the CSL. These guys may have retired and may no longer be active players in the game, and that might not be possible. Uh, so that could totally just be false hope. Uh, but otherwise, no, not really interested in CSL at all. I did see a marijuana Fellaini card come out as an SBC today. He looks outrageous except for his 81 pace. Uh, I saw somebody on Twitter post that he's like a 98 rated CB in game. Like he's got stats for for days on everything except for pace. Uh, but that's still a hard pass for me even at the 65k like he's just not going to make it into my squad Uh, how about you anything in CSL you're you're intrigued by
1: so Fellaini is actually the one card I might be interested in if I hadn't just murdered all my fodder I'm I've actually been looking for a card like him I just want a a tank to come in off the bench if I, I switched up my formations and so if i'm closing out a game because i've been blowing some leads and been getting frustrated by through ball so i've tried to switch to a four two three one if i'm closing out a win and i would really like him to pair someone like him to pair with essien to just kind of smash folks and you know he has 99 balance which i think would be huge but i'm a little turned off one because i don't have the fodder to do it and he's medium medium which is just kind of disgusting so other than those two things, I mean, I think if you're running a Belgium to glory squad, he would be fantastic addition. But that's really the only one I'm hoping for some better objectives or SBCs because I'm a little disappointed. And then, you know, that takes us to the Air Eredivisie, which I had really high hopes for. They had managerial masterpiece object milestone cards all year. There's been some really great informs, but do Kunda's have had some really great kind of super sub type cards throughout the year and this dropped today. And, you know, it's another one where it's, I think it's better than the Chinese super league, but it's still pretty underwhelming to me. You know, Malin looks fantastic. He obviously has a 99 speed, but that's kind of it to me of any usable cards. I guess Dumfries also, you know, he's a flashback from a year or two ago where he had a great tots card. Yeah. Um, Anyone in Eredivisie that you're liking outside of Malin?
0: Yeah, I think Dumfries is also in the conversation for sure, like you just mentioned. But he's very similar to Kliber, who came out as an SBC a long time ago that was you know, maybe a 75K SBC at the time. And at that time, he was outrageous, like probably the best right back or center back wherever you wanted to play him at, at that time. And he really held his value for probably all the way up until Tots. Like now we have so many great defensive cards that I think his time has actually come. The Dumfries card looks like a slightly better version. I think he's an inch or two taller. He's high, high instead of high medium, which would be my Dumfries is and which would be my preference. So I would take him, but I put Dumfries or sorry, I put cliber into the Cantona SBC because I just no longer had a use for that card in my squad. I think if Dumfries was the best option for me in my Reds on Thursday, I'd take him. I triumph, but I'd probably just expect to throw him into an SBC down the road. Um, I just I don't think Eredivisie is really the way for me to go. I don't think the Dutch link is that valuable for me, and so really the the squad overall is I, I agree kind of a, a disappointment. I think there's so many great players they could have put in. Maybe we'll get some SBCs, but our friend Richard, uh, we were talking to earlier today, and he mentioned that inform that I think you shouted out on this pod in our early days, the Boadu. I don't know if that's how you say his name, but he's the Dutch striker. Yeah. I think it was only an 84. Star
1: yeah. 84 84. Inform.
0: Yeah, Go ahead. You used him. You tell us.
1: I still, He was one of the few cards I did not sacrifice to Cantona because I love him so much, and I was actually expecting an Eredivisie objective that I would need to use him for. So he's an 84-rated, five-star weak foot, really just incredibly agile. I don't know if he has 99 agility and balance, but he certainly feels like it, and he's just a nasty sub off the bench, really worked over a lot of tired defenses earlier in the year. So, I'm really hopeful he gets some type of special card because that he would gets be an SBC.
0: What would you be willing to pay for it?
1: Well, I don't have any fucking fodder, but <laughs> you uh,
0: do have coins I, though.
1: I do. Yeah, that's true. Um, probably like a, a 150, 200, maybe. I don't know. I'm not, I think it would be a great card. So, I'd have to think about it, but. I, I, we'll really we'll circle back if we get one this week because the only air divisi card i truly find interesting is the objective card which is anthony yeah he only has three star weak foot which sucks but he's got left foot he's left footed which is a speed you know a winger kind of position left footed position that i've been looking for alison drini obviously is like this but i think this Anthony is better the 99 speed acceleration 90 agility 94 balance i think i'm going to try to get him and this i'm going to try to get him after weekend league is over it's going to be my next like thing i grind towards because i think he's going to be a pretty elite super sub and i think you're going to see him a lot
0: yeah he does look like an awesome card i think for an objective it's fantastic uh we, we just had a week ago, the Douglas Costa SBC, which I think was north of 250K. And that was a five-star skiller. Obviously, Anthony's only four-star skills. But to get it as an objective for, for basically just playing seven games of squad battles, like that's an insane value. It's a great card. I already talked about Kleiber. It's a strong link to Kleiber. I think, if you're rocking a team and you start anthony and cliber on your right side of your 451 initial setup that's a fantastic way to start a super insanely cheap team like that's it's a great card i'm really happy about it
1: or if you run a brazilian squad like totally he's obviously elite there uh, costa for almost 400,000 oh. and to, well i didn't obviously- do it so
0: that's why i don't know the cost
1: I gave it about twelve seconds of thought, looked at it, thought it was overpriced, wasn't interested in a three-star weak foot player, and moved on. So, agreed. I just had to compare them now, and yeah, f- a free card versus a four hundred thousand coin card, and I'm. Th- there are a number of stats where Anthony is better, including some key ones like composure. So I, that's a card I'm interested in. So let's get to the main. Let's get to the main team. Every week, you know. Premier League looked good, but kind of underwhelming. Then Bundesliga, holy shit! Goretzka looks amazing. Lewandowski with the five-star weak foot. Sancho with the upgraded weak foot. Several other like cheap cards that are monsters. You totally I skipped, skipped over La Liga.
0: Liga, which was outrageous. well. I was thinking.
1: Well, I, I just had them backwards in the order they came out because my team is still so La Liga heavy. La Liga comes out. You know, there's the elite cards: Messi, Varane. There's just a whole number of cheap cards that are amazing. I cannot speak highly enough of Fakur. He he has scored more than a goal, a, week, a goal per game this weekend league for me. He is just an unbelievable monster. There's tons of other cards in that. You know, Lorente, Laurenti- Alba's really good. Navas is pretty good. There's just a ton of great cards there. So compared to those, I was really expecting just to kind of keep that trajectory going. I don't feel like they did that. How do you feel?
0: I think that's it exactly. This team is definitely an underwhelmed compared to the past two weeks of teams that we've gotten. I feel like with both La Liga and Bundesliga, they just smashed it out of the park. And there's part of me that's like, well, I bet most people really just, couldn't resist and grinded all these upgrade packs, used everything in their clubs and are now pretty either Premier League, La Liga or Bundesliga committed. Like that's just like over the course of these three weeks, they've just built their whole teams around it. And so now to try to convince people to change things around to be a Serie A team, I feel like it's like almost impossible with the quality of squad that just came out. And if you were like dead set on, oh, I love Serie A, it's my favorite league, that's really what I'm waiting for, I think you have to be devastated with the quality of this team overall compared to what you just saw happen for La Liga and Bundesliga. Like thus far, you're really not getting quite the same thing. I do think SBC-wise, we're still seeing pretty strong content. The Lozano card, which we've, we've hinted at a little bit, is fantastic. He's not that expensive. Um, I faced him at least five times over the weekend and he he came into all these games I was playing at the end, just ripped right through my defense. And I was like, you know what? I got to get this card. So I went and completed that SBC immediately as a reward for completing my weekend league. Uh, Haven't used him a ton yet other than some squad battles games, but I did pack prime Chavi in the in the reward packs that I got. There's only, you know, two squads Ooh. that you have to submit. Uh, so it's like a 250 K SBC and I made 300 K <laughs> off a of one card back. So I'll take that any day of the week.
1: So red, thank you. <laughs> red, red, red list. So yeah. I have used Lozano. I, I got him immediately on Friday when it came out, I knew I, at minimum he would be my first sub off the bench after three or four games i quickly realized no i need to just icon block him he is that good he is worth it and so now he's a starter for me and just i love him Maybe are you playing very... him
0: striker in game
1: no i'm playing him i play a four three three, the oh, yeah. second variation so he's him and neymar are down the wings and it. it is they're they're great there because you've got a lot of people who are now trying to do this press after possession loss, but one depth, and they get caught out a lot by him. Yeah. He's just like so much faster than other people. I, I truly think he has higher than 99, 99 speed because other people I have with 99 speed, Henri, I had boosted to 99s and other cards. You know, they weren't outrunning players, and Lozano is just blowing past people.
0: Yeah, he's so fast. And then Nine Golan is the other SBC that came out. I think yesterday, and he looks awesome. I just, he? My, I, I, well, he looks awesome in that I guess I put a lot of past. He's always been so good in every year of FIFA where it's like, oh, I love Raja. And I also love players in game with neck tattoos. And so, <laughs> Nyan Dolan for me is one of those guys that's just like, he just looks like a badass when he comes onto the pitch. And so, I, I would definitely, that. but we <laughs> had the foot birthday of Vidal. We've got the Barella objective. I, I don't know that he's a must do by any means. But when you compare him to the players that are in the Syria squad, like I would definitely rather have Nine Golan over someone like DePaul uh, or whoever that Argentinian would you?
1: Would you? That's I'm looking at him and I think I'd rather have DePaul. Obviously, he has the speed. DePaul has a speed advantage.
0: Does he have neck tattoos? He might. <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> uh, they need that section on footbend where you can sort by neck tattoos because that would be one of my most frequented pages.
1: No, it doesn't look like he does. And I I didn't realize because I haven't actually given to Paul a lot of thoughts. He's a high, low work rate as opposed to high, high. So sure. Nine goal better than a hundred K car, 90 K on PlayStation. Yeah, sure. But like, is he better than Kessie? Absolutely not. No, Kessie looks awesome.
0: Yeah. Kessie would be fantastic.
1: So I'm actually now wondering, really looking at the squad, are we like everyone else just kind of burnt out on getting a lot of great squads and if we had gotten this the week after premier league would we love it obviously ronaldo's the head headliner he he looks like ronaldo i'm actually not sure he's as good as i expected but then lukaku and mertens the belgian belgian green league guys they look great that lukaku if i get him in my red picks or in a upgrade pick i would love to try him out i've always been a huge fan of him he's a lefty so i'm a huge fan of that and then mertens is just a jitterbug i love pretty much every year mertens is one of my favorite players so i'd love to try him out they look great kessie we just said looks great and then teo hernandez who we all knew was coming and we all knew was going to be awesome looks awesome right like he's almost 90 club with 99 speed for a fucking left back like that's amazing
0: yeah and we both have cantina so there's always this like little bit of glimmer of hope of anytime you see an elite french card you're like well shit i can work them in like i've got the the strong link just sitting there and it's just a matter of how many of those strong links do you need to use around your team uh but i mean hernandez Mm -hmm. i think anywhere defensively would be phenomenal
1: yep i think he is probably he certainly could possibly be the best center back in the game and this fullback as center back meta but then i mean you know the rest of these guys they're 30 40 50k for a reason because they're they're a bit underwhelming so I'm hoping not to get any of them in red picks but
0: yeah and so i kind of feel about the squad like maybe similar to the way we did about premier league but there's Five or six guys that look awesome, and then five or six guys that look totally underwhelming. I think the one advantage Syria has is just in general, players tend to be cheaper from Syria than they are from Premier League. So it makes it more attainable. But then we also, at least thus far, have been getting the SBC player content, which we didn't hardly get at all from Premier League, which that to me is still now that we've gone through all of these great players from these great leagues, I am a little baffled at the way that EA treated Premier League. It it makes less sense to me now than it did back at the time, because I just assumed we were headed to this huge post tots promo. And now I think they're just giving us all these great cards. And I really am confused about where things may go. Uh, but maybe we can touch on it a second as I want to continue chatting about Serie a. Uh, I do think Lotaro Martinez, he's been one of those cards that people always say feels a little clunky in game, kind of underperformed, Like there was a right wing card, I think earlier in this year, and people were generally underwhelmed. I think this one looks amazing. I've not come up against him. I've not seen any reviews on him. But there is a part of me that is like generally really hoping that I, I get that card because I think he looks fantastic. He looks awesome. I would love to use him. There's also the strong link to that foot birthday Vidal who doesn't even make it onto my bench right now, but that link to Martinez might help make a little reemergence for him. Uh, so I, I'm pretty excited about him. I think he'd be a good player to add into the squad. Uh, but because I did Lozano, Mertens is also certainly of interest to me. Uh, One other thing I forgot to mention was that after I finished the weekend league, I couldn't sleep. So I went and played a little bit of squad battles to work on that Casiedo objective, who is only fodder for me. Don't really care about him at all as a player in game, although he looks pretty good. Uh, And I unlocked one one of the easy things to do. Got a 75 plus player pick. And out of that 75 plus player pick, was none other than Lorenzo Insigne, the 94 rated team of the season from Syria. So now I have both Lozano and Insigne. Uh, a red Mertens on Thursday would probably round that out quite nicely. Uh,
1: I would love to give that a shot. Insigne had one of the, my favorite cards last year, that Scream card that he had that was just kind of broken. And so this card looks like it might be there. He's got a lot of 99s and a lot of places that we like, including agility and balance and ball control and acceleration. So I, he's, that's a super sub too, at at a minimum. And if you had a front line of, yeah, Insigne, Mertens, and Lozano, I'm sure you'd wreck folks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's always, other than neck tattoos, I think the Ant Army team is the other kind of theme team that I definitely tend to look at. And so... Finding players like that that are like 5-5 five, five and shorter, it's just always exciting to add into your squad.
1: I was about, I was about to say, people shorter than my wife. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, so you mentioned Casito. Also, we have a Barella objective. And either of those more than fodder to you?
0: Yeah, so I think Barella for me has certainly a chance to make it into the squad, depending on how the rest of red picks go. He looks like a pretty good card overall. I started the objective... Thus far, it's been going pretty well. All of all but one of my opponents in the five games I've played have been doing golden goal. Uh, I got a couple of wins. I got three outside the box goals already like checked off and done. So I feel like I've made huge progress very, very quickly. I don't think it'll actually take that long to unlock. And the quality of card you get back looks fantastic. So I feel like I need to keep working on that this week because if I do end up loving my Syria, Team uh, after rewards on Thursday for any reason, I don't think I'd have time to unlock this card. You know, kind of just starting on Thursday, so I kind of feel like I need to start now just in case. And he certainly has the potential that if I don't get any good picks, that for sure he's going into SBC Fodderland. Uh, Casiedo for me, I think it looks like a very good card. But after the Isaac card that we got from Maliga uh, a couple weeks ago. I don't necessarily think he looks better than him, so I'd probably just put him into an SBC at some point. Um, But really, I think I've just got so many good players that even SBCs, like I really just want elite, top, top, top tier icons. And so I'm really gonna try hard to hold off on completing any more SBCs. Uh, We'll see how that goes. I know with all these great cards that are coming out every day, it's, it's gonna be a challenge. How about you? Are you going to work on any of these guys?
1: Uh, I'll probably do something to find a way to combine multiple of these things. I I mentioned I want to do Antony. There's several pack style objectives that are out, Silver Beasts and one other one that gives off like a Prime Gold Players pack. And so I'll probably do those and see if there's a way to get Casito in that as well. I don't know if there is, but I might grind him out anyways just for the fodder. I you know I one thing I'm thinking is am I even going to bother with the guaranteed serie a pack? I'm not sure I am. I might I guess I'll probably wait until red picks. So I probably will have a long, long enough time because if I pack if I pack Cristiano then I'm going to do everything, right? That's like a guy you change your club for. But other than that, like I don't know if I'm going to waste I'm sure it's going to be an 87 rated squad because because Ronaldo's in there and because Lukaku and Mertens are million coin cards too. I don't think I want to burn my fodder for that when Lee gun is out next week. And certainly I would love to get Neymar and Mbappe in in any form possible. So I think I'm going to kind of try to lay low this week too, just generally, unless there's someone super cheap or super amazing that comes out. I think a lot of people are hoping for lat lathan SBC. I don't care about that. That's really not someone for me, even more so in this year, where it's more the meta is the five foot four guy, not the six foot five guy. Um, so yeah, yeah. that's me. I mean, I'm I'm really happy with all the great cards. Like we didn't even mention a mobile A got in team of the season SBC who looks, you know, completely good. And if you want to use them and have them, I'm sure he'd probably lights people up but so thank you EA for continuing to bring the fire there but really that's you know it I'm gonna kind of hold off hopefully
0: yeah I think the only thing that would make me interested in an Ibrahimovic SBC would probably be getting a red Kessie and it's like okay well that's a strong link like that's a way to probably figure out how to work him into the squad but this is definitely like not the meta year for Ibrahimovic so I, I also, given his, his Twitter postings about EA using his likeness, it just seems unlikely. I don't, I don't think that'll happen. And I think conventional wisdom usually says, like, if you're going to do the guaranteed league pack, you should definitely open it before your red picks, right? Just in case that yeah. whatever player you get from that guaranteed pack shows up in your red picks, you know not to take them. And you can go and select somebody else, assuming you want to want to put them in your starting lineup, and aren't just doing it for fodder purposes. But I think I'm with you. I don't think I'll be doing the the Syria uh, guaranteed pick unless it's like, I mean, if it was like an 85 rated squad, like sure, I'd probably do it. An 87 though, that sounds so expensive. Like I don't I don't think it's worth it. I'd rather just save it, hold off for the hopefully, eventual, eventual top tier ICON SBCs that I really hope come within a, a month or so. Uh, that's really what I'm, I'm holding out hope for. And I do think, like, I think that guaranteed pack would be out there at least after Thursday Rewards, right? So if we're both sitting here on red CR sevens, red Cassie's in our club, safe and secure, Sure. Then I'd probably pay an 87 rated squad just to see what else I can add to the mix. Uh, but yeah, I'll probably hold off until then. Uh, Andrew, like anything, any update on swaps? I know that you mentioned you've been playing a little bit of friendlies. Uh, anything you want to chat about there?
1: Um, I I went ahead and submitted the 83 times 25 pack over the weekend. Really, just a hey let's just see what we get part of it was i'm gonna do an icon SBC, so i wanted the fought, you know the last like touches of fodder to get everything done Not, nothing noteworthy I, I think it was three or four liga nos tots cards were in there but all the you know 90 88 rated type cards 86 adnan was 86 right so like those style cards i think i got did i get 89 trent alexander in there too which oh yeah actually- you got the inform yeah I did, which is actually really helpful and clutch for Cantina because the, the, the top 89 one required an 89 rated squad with an inform. So having that 89 to drop in was really nice. But that's it. Um, I think my swaps objectives right now are just to get this weekend league one done. And then I'll, I guess, switch to either rivals or something else and probably just going to hold. Hold until then I'm not sure what I'm going to do if I'm going to open I have an 81 times 25 pack left to do and I probably will hold that until ultimate team but we'll see um what about you have you have you made kind of decisions on that are you grinding it out completely
0: yeah so my I've submitted already for the 81 times 25 and whatever the two token one was, was that 83 times 25? That's the
1: 83, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I did both of those, got nothing of note. Uh, Whoever I got from that is long gone into SPC heaven. So three tokens spent, and I'm definitely going to do the other 15, and my plan is to do the 92 plus attacker player pick as that's the best chance I think I can give myself to get a moments, R9, Eusebio, Cruyff, Hullet, Pele, you name it. I know that my, you know, the odds of doing that might be 5% that one of those guys shows up as one of my three options, but that's all that I really want to add to my team. I don't think there's any other icon outside of those players that I'm even that interested in, in bringing into the squad at this point. And so what the hell, I'll give myself a shot. I don't think two spins of an icon wheel are worth more than that 92 plus attacker player pick. That feels like just the best odds I can give myself to get one of those, you know, top five cards. So I'm going to go for it. We'll see what happens in terms of progress. I've been doing pretty well. I have five of the six outside the box, La Liga goals done. uh, So only one of those left and then that
1: objective and then
0: after the outside the box is done, like all I really need to do is like score in a game. And I am a huge proponent of golden goal. So if my opponent scores first, I'm out no matter what. Uh, but then that just gives me the luxury that even if I score first and my opponent doesn't quit, I can just rubber band and be out of there. And that to me is huge. So that's pretty much done. I use the team of the year loan messy. And he has scored all five of my outside-the-box goals thus far. His finesse shot, finesse shot from pretty much anywhere is just outrageous. And so he makes that objective totally bearable. And then I'll have the complete Bundesliga one to do. I need one more rival's goal with a 1st zone player to unlock that token. And because I quit at gold three in Weekend League, I need one more Weekend League win. Uh, I have three games left that I could totally go try to do that, but I'll just wait. I mean, there's no rush. Like I'm obviously saving for for 15 yeah. total tokens. I'm, I'm not going to bother playing tonight. Like I'll just let it be. Uh, but making good progress. Really, I just wish I could also get started on the next batch, which I think we have what another three weeks before that drops.
1: It it is baffling to me that's not an option still. Like what? Just why? I don't understand. If you want you're trying to extend the grind then just make the whole season like that long or make it shorter or something i just the the bifurcated season where you can't actually get all the good stuff until the end is just insane to me
0: but right if they like juiced the pack luck at the end to make it way more likely that i'd get a uh, moments R nine then it would totally be worth it but i am like more than 50% certain that I'm going to get like a 250k 92 plus attacker in those player sure you're
1: gonna get sure
0: and it's like oh it's June 30th and I just got sure as you know like what am I going to do with that card at that point in time like it's and that is like what's so annoying about it is I don't think EA really put the gamer first in a lot of the way that they lay out this this content.
1: in in, in any way (laughs) what way do they put the hardcore gamers first you know i i think that is one of my biggest you know complaints about ea is they do not seem to care as much about people like us as they do the casual gamer who plays his random 100k rare gold squad who doesn't who can't aim his passes anywhere and the game just like automatically adjusts it for him or his ai his ai left backs playing center back like auto pick off balls i think that is always you know that's me bitching about gameplay but i think the content and other things like that often match that as well you know i think maybe I'm complaining a bit too much about because team of season is so correct, but icon swaps has kind of consistently been bad and they didn't fix it. Right. Like it's not like this is the first year of icon swaps where it it wasn't obvious that this was a stupid way to do it. So I just, I don't understand why they didn't change anything here.
0: Yeah, no, I get you. And I think if, if any listener has made it this far into this episode, I'm, I'm assuming that they're not really going to be too opposed to any sort of gameplay rant. So don't feel don't feel bad about it. Feel free to speak your mind. I think it's it's a worthwhile conversation because we we care so much about this game. We put so much time, so much energy. We really love this game and want it to be great. We're for God's sakes, we're hosting a podcast talking about the game. And there is so much about it that feels manipulative, just up to dumb luck, just to, just poor design. And I think it's okay to, to be able to express those things and still say, hey, at the end of the day, this is a soccer simulation game that I enjoy playing and I want to spend more time with. I just really wish it was better. And I wish they, they put the effort into making it better because they're making a ton of money off of it.
1: So I would agree with all of that, except one thing. I'm not sure I enjoy this game. I think it's just my only alternative. I think if there was anything better than this for a soccer simulation, I would be there in a second. And I think that does seem to be the consistent refrain from everyone else, too, is... we all like the content the content is actually fun the dopamine hits when you get when you get that elite player that icon pops up that's really fun that's the great part of the game actually loading into a game itself is terrible and that's strange and disappointing one thing to point out tyler you don't just host one podcast this week this week you are on two podcasts. We did not talk about it, but I'm sure most of you probably do listen to the Foot Fanatic podcast. But Tyler is a special guest this week on that podcast. I have not gotten to hear it yet because Tyler basically went from one podcast to the other. Yeah, it's not even this or- week.
0: It's it's today. I did both podcasts today. <laughs> uh so John Oliveira, who is a regular host on the Foot Fanatic podcast, is from what I heard, either getting calf implants or visiting family in Brazil, I'm not quite sure which one's true. Uh, but he was away. And so, yes, yes. Ben Did and no Simon. one
1: get my Johnny, did no one get my Johnny drama reference? Am I that? Oh, I that? did. Okay. No,
0: but... Entourage is one of my favorite shows of all time. And I believe it was Lamar Odom who Johnny drama asked if how he got those calves. Uh I don't know if any of our listeners will get that reference we have not talked about this ahead of time but yes i understood Oops. it <laughs> uh anyway john Oliveira, his calves have taken him out of service for podcasting this week so yeah i joined their pod we recorded today uh just a couple of hours ago and so yeah basically went from that podcast did an hour of work and now here we are chatting on our podcast. And yeah, so I'm world famous, pretty much just making the, the FIFA podcast circuit. Uh, you probably see me around on Men and Blazers in a week. Uh, we'll see where, where this takes me
1: yeah our tens of listeners will jump you there so <laughs> exactly. you know please please share our podcast and give us tips of how to improve and things like that it's not something i talk about every week but we certainly do want i think we want more people to listen it'd be nice and more importantly i'd like your feedback what's good what's bad you know we appreciate all the kind words but if there's you know criticism you know please deliver it nicely but i certainly want to hear ways we can improve we certainly ramble too much i think i do and that's one thing I'm trying to get better at. We are learning. I think we've said that repeatedly that we're learning, but we definitely welcome your input. We're, we're listening to the podcast every week ourselves, trying to get better, but anything you guys suggest, happy to listen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally second that. And I think that's really like why we started this podcast is we really wanted to engage more with the, the FIFA community. We know there are a lot of other people out there just like us who love this game, really care about it and are really excited to engage with what content is out there. And part of that is, you know, reaching out and, and, and talking. So we're happy to do that and would love your feedback, We'd love to engage in discussion and really hear like what ideas you have for other directions that we could take the show. I think we'd, we'd be happy to consider it. So um, Andrew, if people have such feedback, where can they reach you?
1: I am at foot underscore AST on Twitter and Twitch. I've been streaming a lot of my weekend league, mostly for myself to try to get better, but you can definitely catch me there. Uh, DMs are open on Twitter. I know we don't talk a ton about trading. I certainly haven't been doing a ton about trading, but some of you guys do reach out with questions and I am actively kind of following the trading scene of even if I'm not doing it myself. So please always feel free to keep reaching out there. Tyler, what about you?
0: Yeah. So you can keep in touch with this podcast on Twitter at foot underscore FIX. So that's at the foot underscore fix. Uh, You can also find me. I'm at pace of a tortoise on Twitter. Uh, I have not been streaming of late, but you can find me on Twitch at pace of a tortoise too. Uh, It's funny as I, as I mentioned that I actually realized at the end of my weekend league, I have left my input overlay on for like the past two weeks, but not streamed a single game, not saved any of that gameplay content and really just had that entire distraction on my screen. So uh, that also may be part of my, my downfall is I can't see the upper 5% of of the pitch. But anyway, uh, I think that's it for, for this week on the podcast. Uh, Everyone, thank you so much for joining. This was your weekly hit of the foot fix.